Disney's Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hi, it's Rose here. This week we're talking about the conflict between Israel and Palestine, the latest on COVID vaccinations, mental health awareness week, and a new toy recycling scheme. Hi, it's Rose here. The worst violence between Israel and Palestinian groups since 2014 has been seen in recent days, when the conflict escalating over the final Ramadan weekend. Since mid-April, there have been clashes on the streets of Jerusalem, which stemmed from clashes at the most sensitive place in Jerusalem, the revered plateau site of Al-Aqsa Mosque and the iconic Golden Dome of the Rock. So what's the fighting all about? Israel and Palestine have been fighting over the land called Gaza since 1948, when new land borders were drawn up following the Second World War. After World War II and the Holocaust, in which 6 million Jewish people were killed, more Jewish people wanted their own country. They were given a large part of Palestine, which they considered their traditional home. But the Arabs who already lived there and in neighbouring countries felt that was unfair. I did not accept the new country. Since then, there have been several outbursts of war and fighting. In the latest escalation of the conflict between Israel and the Hamas, the Palestinian militant group who rule the Gaza Strip, at least 174 Palestinians in Gaza have died, including 47 children and 29 women. Israeli airstrikes toppled most of a massive high-rise building in central Gaza City and killed a string of senior Hamas military figures. Meanwhile, Hamas and its allies continue to fire rockets into civilian areas across central and southern Israel. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict is one of the world's longest-running and most controversial conflicts. It claims to have roots in 957 BC when King Solomon built the first temple in the Israelite kingdom. The temple was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar II of Babylonia in approximately 500 187 BC. The current political conflict began in the early 20th century and although peace talks have been taking place on and off for many years, it's very sad to see the fighting starting again. I really hope that they can make peace again soon. Hello, this is Zara and I'm here with this week's pandemic news. This week, the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommended the use of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine in 12 to 15-year-olds. President Joe Biden welcomed the decision and noted that 17 million more Americans would now be eligible for vaccination. Dr. Sarah Oliver of the CDC said that there have been over 1.5 million reported cases and over 13,000 hospitalizations to date among the adolescents 12 to 17 years old. This was followed by the approval of the vaccine for those in the 12 to 15 age group here in the UAE and Canada too. 
At the same time, the head of the World Health Organization urged countries to supply more vaccines to the Global Fair Access Scheme COVAX. Dr. Tedros warned that the second year of the pandemic was likelier to be deadlier than the first, and that the situation in India would continue to be of a serious concern. In other pandemic news, this week an independent review panel set up by the World Health Organization said that the COVID-19 pandemic was preventable. The panel said that the World Health Organization should have declared a global emergency earlier than it did. Once the WHO had declared a global emergency, countries lost a month by failing to take appropriate measures to stop the spread of the virus. The panel said that the US and Europe wasted the entire month and only acted when their hospitals started to fill up. To prevent another catastrophic pandemic, the reports by the panel made suggestions for some key reforms. These include setting up a new Global Threats Council with the power to hold countries accountable, setting up a disease surveillance system to publish information without the approval of countries' concerns Send and for vaccines to be classed as public goods. And finally, for the most wealthy countries in the world, the US, the UK, Canada, Japan, France, Germany and Italy to commit $1.9 billion to the WHO's COVAX program providing vaccine support to low-income countries. Finally, there has been lots of concern this week about the spread of the Indian variant in the UK. A variant is a different version of a virus. As all viruses change and mutate, there can be lots of different variants. The Indian variant is a coronavirus variant first identified in India. The UK took a long time to put India on the red list and now the spread of the Indian variant is a real worry in the UK. Scientists advising the government say that it does spread more easily and that there is a real possibility that it could spread 50% faster than other variants of COVID-19. Scientists think that the vaccines should still work on this variant, but they might not be as effective. Hi, it's Laurie here. This week, the toy company Mattel announced the launch of a special programme called Playback, aiming to give old toys a new lease of life. It's designed to recover and reuse materials from old Mattel toys so that the part can then be used in its future products. BBC Newsline reported that this was all part of the company's goal to have all of its plastic products fully or partially made from renewable resources across all its products and packaging by 2030. Initially, the playback programme will be limited to Barbie, Matchbox and Mega Toys, but other Mattel bands are expected to be added in the future. To take part in the programme, customers simply have to pack and mail their old Mattel toys back to the company. The toys will then be collected, sorted and separated by material type before being processed and recycled where possible. Each year, 
around 400 million tonnes of plastic is produced worldwide and 40% of that is single use, meaning plastic that is only used once before it's binned. The Mattel Playback programme helps ensure that materials stay in play and out of landfills with the aim to repurpose these materials as recycled content in new toys, said Pamela Gil Alabaster, who is the global head of sustainability at the company. Hi everyone, this is Zara again. This week, from the 10th to the 16th of May, it was the UK's Mental Health Awareness Week. This year's theme, selected by the Mental Health Foundation, is Nature and the Environment. Research on the mental health impacts of the pandemic showed that going outside for walks was one of the top coping strategies and 45% of those surveyed reported that being in green spaces had been really important for their mental health. So, during Mental Health Awareness Week, the Mental Health Foundation had two aims. Firstly, to inspire more people to connect with nature in new ways, noticing the impact that this connection could have for their mental health. The second aim was to convince decision makers at all levels that access to and the quality of nature is a mental health issue as well as an environmental one. The Mental Health Foundation asked people to share their stories of how nature has supported your mental health because stories are the best tools we have to influence change. Has nature supported your mental health recently, especially during the periods of lockdown? It has definitely supported mine. When we were in lockdown, I really enjoyed playing in my garden. And then when we were allowed outside of our houses, as we had to look for socially distanced activities, I enjoyed riding my bike outside, passing lots of trees and beautiful gardens in the community that I live in. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.